beat you. Nice to meet you too. What's up? What a pleasure to have you. Hey, thank you. Uh, so uh, I'll I'll start off uh, introducing us. Um, I'm I'm Sam, um, and uh, this is Pat and Joe, uh, my bandmates. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, welcome to the Solo Voices uh, session. My first question um, on this uh, podcast is uh, who is Sam Feinstein and how you started your music career? Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm from uh, Massachusetts originally. Um, and I started playing um, music, uh, started playing piano around uh, third or fourth grade. Um, that became uh, bass guitar in uh, seventh grade. Uh, picked up a few more instruments on the way and uh, started uh, playing in bands um, pretty much at the beginning of high school. Uh, that's uh, about 13, 14 years ago now. Um, and I'm out in California now. Um, and I've been with the different versions of uh, this band for the past uh, two, two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. And then I. Uh... You can uh, introduce uh, us um, the two mates uh, that uh, you have uh, uh, tonight uh, with you. Yeah. Um, you want us do you to start? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm Joe. I met Sam about four or five years ago. We both moved to California at the time from the East Coast. Um, I think we both really liked it here because there's a big open mic community, like a lot of live music, people playing, you know, outside. Um, and basically, when we first met, we just kind of showed up to a ton of open mics and played together over years, made additional friends and kind of liked the vibe that we had together and wanted to start making bands. Um, so I've just been along for a ride with him, basically. And then, hi, yeah, I'm Patrick. Uh, I met these guys uh, in a similar setting at the open mics that we have around here. Uh, there's a pretty good open mic scene and a lot of um, really encouraging people that are, you know, just really in, into music overall. And so you meet a lot of good people that way. And I started playing with Sam in a different uh, musical project about a year, a little over a year ago. Um, and then when that one dissolved, uh, he brought me into this with Joe. And so I've been playing guitar. Joe does a lot of uh, stuff on synth and keys. Sam does bass, and but but they both kind of do a lot of stuff um, digitally and just on the instruments as well. And then uh, I do my best to kind of just back them up. So yeah, we've been having a lot of fun playing together. It's been a, it's been fun. And and you in uh, in, in this uh, new project, uh, yeah, are um, made the music uh, together too. Uh yeah we um we we make a, a lot of music together. Um, What I, uh, so what I released um, is 
Just Me, but we actually have uh, our own version of that song that uh, we play live together. Our writing process tends to be, um, we kind of come up with like a bass track at the start. It's almost always at this point electronic. Um, so like drum machines and synthesizers, stuff like that. And then in, actually in Fine Scenes case, he did finish a couple of tracks and then, you know, bring it to us, say like, I've come up with these parts so far. Either do you want to add something to it or do you want to essentially like take up one of the parts? And it's been a lot of fun because we will take songs that we kind of come up with on our own, but we'll add harmonies, change lyrics, um, you know, even change sections of the song. And then we're always refining it when we play live. Um, so we're in the Bay Area. And basically, um, as far as music scenes go, it's not the biggest, but we always usually between once, twice a month, there's always something going on. We're either supporting friends or playing ourselves. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Can I ask, um, how do you uh, navigate the balance uh, between uh, um, nostalgia for the 80s and bringing a fresh sound to your music? Huh. Um, so uh, the synths definitely lend themselves to a little bit of uh, 80s nostalgia. Um, There, uh, there are a lot of really cool um, uh, synth pop bands that came uh, at the 80s. Um, but we all, uh, we all also listened to uh, some uh, pretty modern music uh, as well. And I think that um, that sort of comes through. Um, And uh, we, we listen to a lot of um, other musicians in the open mic scenes and um, in the local scenes. And uh, I think we get a lot of uh, inspiration from what people we personally know are doing. How do you maintain uh, um, balance uh, between uh, honoring the, the past work of uh, the monitors and exploring uh, new musical directions? Hmm. That, that's an interesting question. As the monitors have been, um, have gone through a few different uh, lineup changes and um, about... Uh, I think it was a year ago now we the current version so um uh we only started being a synth pop band about uh a year, year ago yeah year and a half um we were we started as an indie band um and our uh our drummer um left and we were uh You know, we made us take a, a look at uh, what we were doing and um, what other options maybe were available to kind of fill in the gaps. Yeah, because a rock yeah. band's hard, you know, like in the modern day, five dudes, even just putting aside the time every week to like practice together, the schedules were a pain. And then when a show came up, it's like, well, does it work for everyone? Um There's also just personal preferences. It's hard 
to have an hour-long set that caters to five different people's preferences, yeah. you know? So three of us were left. We didn't have a drummer. You know, I had a drum machine. These guys were doing stuff in Logic and stuff, like, for our own entertainment. It's like, let's just take this stuff and show up at places. You don't even need to transport as much stuff, you know? You just have, like, two bags, a guitar, a bass, and you can play in even, like, a crowded bar or, like, just smaller spots on the street. And we tried it out and it was cool because part of that integration was we were taking stuff that was previously like acoustic, previously like indie rock songs. Like how do we take this rock and roll and make it danceable, you know, now that we have a drum machine. And, and so we did that with a couple of songs and that was like a lot of fun because it's honestly like you take your old material and you relearn it. Yeah. Do you feel uh, some uh, difference uh, in... Uh... Uh, making music uh, with uh, with a drum machine uh, instead of a drum or uh, the the concept is the same um definitely there are, uh there are some differences that uh we we actually like to lean into it a little bit yeah um energy is way different mm -hmm. uh what's kind of nice too is um when you set up you know, on the drum machine, I mean, you can rely on it to keep a proper tempo. Uh, so that's good. And then it, it allows a lot of creativity to kind of flow in behind it and then to add to it as well. And Joe does a really good job at um, kind of figuring out either on the spot things to add in as we're practicing. Like we'll start with usually a pretty basic beat. And then we both can kind of give our input as to how we kind of feel the beat should feel. And it's easy for him to just kind of plug in different spots, where he wants a snare, where he wants a bass drum. And then it, it, it allows a lot of versatility as opposed to just one kit that's going to sound the same, you know. Um, so it, it's cool. It's good. You can find the niche sort of sounding drum hits that you need for the different styles of songs that we're all kind of bringing forward. We live record our drum hits sometimes. Just pick up, pick up something in the studio, like a tambourine or... Yeah pretend to be a dog barking and then all of a sudden that's part of the song too so yeah that's yeah he can just record it all right there and then play it back and even turn that sound that he just sampled into an entire range of notes and then use that as like a little keys or piano and yeah it, it's a lot a lot of versatility that you wouldn't get from just you know guy with some sticks are there any artists uh, or musicians uh, who had um profound impact on your musical style or approach to storytelling uh, through music? Uh, definitely. Um, one, uh, one band that comes to mind um, is a smaller band from um, L.A. called uh, Mint Trip. Mm. Um, they were some of the first people... Um, I saw back in the day um, doing uh, their their trio like us and um, unlike us they ran uh, their set through uh, Ableton um, we uh, have a similar kind of thing um, but we don't um, we don't really bring uh, laptops on stage with us uh, like that we We kind of stay, um, we like the uh, Dallas uh, feel. Um, How do you uh, 
how do you see the role of uh, social media in uh, shaping your musical journey and connecting with uh, your audience? Huh. Um, I haven't, uh, I definitely haven't taken full advantage of uh, social media yet. Um, that's, uh, that's something I think um, we could uh, potentially look uh, forward to in the future. Um, I do, uh, I do have a, a music video that uh, Joe uh, was in. Um, it was uh, a little before I met Pat the Chasing the Bull. Yeah. yeah. And um, social media definitely played a huge role in um, the reception of, of that song. And even with, uh, with Hamster Wheel, I didn't film a, a music video of it, um, but I really enjoyed seeing... Um, some of the cool things that people have uh, been making with it on, uh, on social media. Um, a few uh, really cute, cool um, kind of trippy videos uh, with art. It's also interesting to note in the Bay Area, Instagram is like the way that people kind of connect with each other about being local musicians. Like, We're all kind of friends with each other on that platform. And then when we have shows and stuff, that's how we let each other know. It's like completely supplanted anything like, you know, posters, even text groups and stuff like that. It is all through Instagram. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. And then you, you can also communicate uh, things uh, faster, I think. Yeah. yeah, people know that like, you get a gig, you can let them know in five minutes later, just like, boom. So yeah. here's the announcement, send it to him, send him the poster, direct message. And then once you're there, the people that are there, then you can film, you know, small little clips of your friends playing and they'll do the same for you. You tag each other and then it kind of becomes this like, you know, very positive sort of feedback loop in which everybody's connecting and sharing what each other's doing. And so you always have that to kind of rely on as as friends and, uh, you know, musicians like. Most of our filming has just been random people like showing up and tagging us on social media. And yeah. I've, been, I've been trying to collect everything that people film with us because it's it's great. You get perspectives that you would never get, you know, with your own shooting. You know, it's just somebody in the crowd. Sometimes they sing along. Sometimes they just catch something that, you know, you didn't even know one of us was doing in the back yeah. corner. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. I think also um, Radiohead in uh, a lot of time ago do that to to give some cameras to to people. Uh, huh? It was a great uh, thing. I don't I don't know if it was a Radiohead or uh, another band uh, actually, but really uh, <laughs> sick. Yeah, cool. <laughs> And can you share a behind the scenes anecdote or interesting stories, uh, uh, a story related to your journey as uh, an artist? Hmm. Um, behind the scenes uh, story about uh, being an artist. Um, Do you want me to start one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, a lot of the the kind of playing that I do tends to be like pretty improvisational. Uh, these guys, I have a lot of respect for how they 
like sit down and they compose a lot more. Um, and I still am kind of working on that on my own as far as like recording and stuff at home. But uh, for me, it, it actually started with jazz band in high school. And I started uh, with violin and playing that growing up. And I was able to sight read and got really good with violin. But then I had to move. And where I moved to, the, the school didn't have an orchestra, but they had jazz band. And I had just started playing guitar maybe a couple years before that. So I tried out for the jazz band and that actually ended up being one of the most terrifying things that I got myself into because I didn't realize, oh yeah, you have to play stuff off the top of your head uh, in front of a lot of people and then especially at performances. And that was, I had finally gotten over that hump with violin and playing, you know, with the orchestra and I felt confident and secure in that. But then all of a sudden I was playing this instrument that I didn't have a good handle on and now I had to play individual notes while everybody was just kind of quiet and listening but getting through that after a couple of years i felt really confident with my my abilities and then that's only kind of you know uh elevated more and more and so then now my style really kind of ties back down into that and that initial fear that actually turned into a, you know a confidence standpoint on my own plane so i have that to thank for it uh but yeah still trying to aspire to do what these guys do with sitting down with songs and really kind of making it a whole thing as opposed to just one melodic line. <laughs> so I've got some things to learn. That's very melodic. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite part of uh, the music creation uh, process uh, from uh, writing uh, to recording and performing? And do you have any unique rituals? Unique what? Rituals. Rituals. Ritual. Um... So uh, for me, the, I, I, I love the writing process. Um, I would say I probably write a lot more than ever sees the light of day. Um, and for good reason, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Creative output. Yes. Um, I... Recently, I, I've started um, kind of setting uh, arbitrary deadlines for myself, and I think that has uh, sort of uh, sort of helped me um, uh, be creative um, a little bit uh, every day or every other day. Um, I think um, my I, I I love songwriting, um, and maybe a few years back I was writing like a song a month, um, and uh, I've I started writing um, a lot more recently, and I I like what i write um under these um these constraints that i think that uh help uh help me um get over the barrier of uh um what what am i going to uh do next And uh, how do you approach uh, the songwriting? Uh, uh, there are uh, specific events uh, or experiences that often uh, serve as inspiration for uh, your lyrics or uh, 
the the lyrics comes in uh, your head? Um, it it happens in a few different ways. Um, recently, I I, I like um, I like a lot of uh, extended metaphors, um, and I I like um, challenging myself to uh, write lyrics in. Um, different ways. Um, one that comes to mind is um, a challenge that I had to write uh, a song from the point of view of an inanimate object. Um, so I wrote uh, a song from the point of view of uh, someone's uh, sweater. And <laughs> that that turned out to be uh, um, one of my favorite uh, songs that I still come back to from uh, that time period. Um, so it, it's still it's still very much me, but um, it allows me um, to remove some of the filters that I uh, might normally apply if I was. Um, writing directly about my, my first person experience. Um, I, I can uh, sort of take on different characters and uh, write about my experience through that. If I may, uh, Fine Scenes, I feel like has particularly had here a uh, renaissance of like the villain that represents society's <laughs> ills as a frequent song character. And it's, it's hamster wheel. It's, you know, the song that's not released yet. Yes. It's Chasing the Bull. Um, a couple others, I think, in your past, too. But when, if you don't mind, like, when did you... Is this, like, a conscious decision of, like, you're writing about had this villain that keeps the common man down? Yeah. Um, in college, I had, uh, I had a rock opera that, um, uh, about sort of the the concept was um, a song for each of the uh, seven deadly sins. Um, okay. And that was sort of uh, the start of that, uh, that villain character. Um, uh, it called it, at the time I was writing uh, music under the pseudonym Strawman. Um, <laughs> And what does that mean? Strawman, um, scarecrow. Yeah, it's it, it's like um, it's like the fallacy. Yes, it's, uh, exactly like the fallacy. Um, so it uh, something that is uh, very um, exaggerated uh, and. Deceptive. It, yeah, deceptive. It, it, it's like um, the idea behind the straw man uh, argument um, is uh, that you set up this kind of easy to um, take down version of someone else's argument uh, to make yours look, uh, look better. Um, so my whole concept with 
that rock opera um, was that the seven deadly sins are um, are these like big bad uh, attributes uh, about people that um, when you look closer um, may not be quite as uh, malicious or intentionally mm. malicious as uh, you'd think they were. Damn. And what are uh, your uh, goals and uh, aspirations uh, for the future? Any specific uh, milestones or projects uh, on uh, the horizon? Yeah, I um so I um I only re very recently started uh releasing music um under my own name. Um I think that was uh, a little bit of, of an intimidating prospect um, for a long time. Um, I would only really release uh, music through um, uh, bands of mine, um, and they would sort of live on the internet under uh, that band's identity. Um, and. I, I really want to start um, building out uh, an identity for myself. Um, so uh, I'm trying to release about nine or ten songs by the end of the year. Um, Snaps to that. Yeah, so Hamster Reel is my second. Um, I... I have one that I'm actually planning to send out, uh, start sending out to like, uh, you know, on DistroKid and through um, to different uh, uh, blogs and the stuff um, by tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> that uh, there, there's a song that's. Uh, It'll probably be released by the end of the month. Then I absolutely want to to listen and to hopefully have in um, my shows. N now we will play your uh, new single, Amster Wheel. Uh, maybe you can introduce it uh, for us and uh, let us know what uh, do you want to express with uh, that songs, that song. Yeah. So. Um... Hamster Reels, um, probably the first of uh, the current line of songs that I'm working on. Um, it was very much inspired um, by being um, with the monitors. Um, and it was uh, written um, very much as a monitor song. Um, uh, sort of uh, taking a lot of inspiration from... Uh, a former member uh, named Sam Foreman, um, who has an album called uh, Keep Dancing, that uh, I, I, I love that album and uh, continue to be inspired by that. And the lyrics of this song are um, about sort of feeling stuck in the um, uh, in a in a job and um, 
in, uh, I guess, the capitalist system in general. And um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a musician. We're all musicians, but we have daytime jobs and uh, they can be pretty draining. Um, we'd love, I think, I think all of us, uh, if we could pull it off, would love to, uh, just do music full time. And, um, this song, uh, kind of speaks to that, uh, the frustration of wanting, uh, to, um, ditch the day job and just do music. Break out of the cycle. It feels like you're just on a continuous loop which is the wheel, right? Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, your time. Uh, you guys can find uh, found uh, your the music of uh, Sam Feinstein, uh, link3.ee, Sam Feinstein Music, Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, and Instagram as well. Thank you so much for your time. Can I make a, a last question? Are, are you closer to people that are uh, playing music right now? Sorry, uh, what was that? If you are uh, closer to people uh, that are playing music in the in the in the room, yeah, they're in the other room. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah. We're in a big building that has a bunch of different rooms. People rent out to then practice in. It's called the practice place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's that's <laughs> cool. Eh? I feel it because I, I work at like um, two or uh, three many years in a, in a, in a radio in a, in Italy that uh, had a, a practicing room and uh, I feel the, the bus the same uh, the same feeling <laughs> you know <laughs> well uh, it was a pleasure to to know you guys. And um, I hope uh, to you all the best for the future. And thank you. Bye. Thank Thanks. you. Appreciate your time. Yeah, Yeah.
Get it up. 